Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we're in Genesis chapters 27 through 29. We read, One day when Isaac was old and turning blind, he called for Esau, his older son, and said, My son. Yes, father, Esau replied. I am an old man now, Isaac said, and I don't know when I may die. Take your bow and a quiver full of arrows and Go out to the open country to hunt some wild game for me. Prepare my favorite dish and bring it here for me to eat. Then I will pronounce the blessing that belongs to you, my firstborn son, before I die. But Rebekah overheard what Isaac had said to his son Esau. So when Esau left to hunt, For the wild game, she said to her son Jacob, Listen, I overheard your father say to Esau, Bring me some wild game and prepare a delicious meal. Then I will bless you in the Lord's presence before I die. Now, my son, listen to to me. Do exactly what I tell you. Go out to the flocks. Bring me two fine young goats. Then I'll use them to prepare your father's favorite dish. Then take the food to your father so that he can eat it, bless you, before he dies. But look, Jacob said to Rebekah, My brother Esau is a hairy man and my skin is smooth. What if my father touches me? He'll see that I'm trying to trick him, then he'll curse me instead of bless me. But his mother replied, Then let the curse fall to me, my son, Just do what I tell you. Go out and get the goats for me. So Jacob went out and got the young goats for his mother. Rebekah took them and prepared a delicious meal, just the way that Isaac liked it. Then she took Esau's favorite clothes, which were there in the house, and gave them to her younger son Jacob. She covered his arms and the smooth part of his neck with the skin of the young goats. Then she gave Jacob the delicious meal, including freshly baked bread. So Jacob took the food to his father, my father, he said. Yes, my son, Isaac answered. Who are you, Esau or Jacob? Jacob replied, it's Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Here is the wild game. Now sit up and eat it so that you may give me your blessing. And Isaac asked, How did you find it so quickly, my son? The Lord your God put it in my path, Jacob replied. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Come closer so that I can touch you and make sure that you are really Esau. So Jacob went closer to his father, and Isaac touched him, the voice is Jacob's, but the hands are Esau's, Isaac said. But he did not recognize Jacob because Jacob's hands felt hairy, just like Esau's. So Isaac prepared to bless Jacob. But 
But are you really my son, Esau? He asked. Yes, I am, Jacob replied. Then Isaac said, Now, my son, bring me the wild game, let me eat it, and then I will give you my blessing. So Jacob took the food to his father, and Isaac ate it. He also drank the wine that Jacob had served him. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Please come closer and kiss me, my son. So Jacob went over, kissed him. And when Isaac caught the smell of his clothes, he was finally convinced, and he blessed his son. He said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of the outdoors, which the Lord has blessed. From the dew of the heavens and the richness of the earth, may God always give you abundant harvest of grain and bountiful new wine. May many nations become your servants, and may they bow down to you. May you be the master over your brothers, and may your mother's sons bow down to you. All who curse you will be cursed, and all who bless you will be blessed. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and almost before Jacob had left his father, Esau returned from his hunt. Esau prepared a delicious meal and brought it to his father. Then he said, Sit up, my father, and eat the wild game, so that you may give me your blessing. But Isaac asked him, Who are you? Esau replied, It's your son, your firstborn son, Esau. Isaac began to tremble uncontrollably and said, Then who just served me wild game? I've already eaten it. I've blessed him just before you came. And yes, that blessing must stand. When Esau had heard his father's words, he let a loud and bitter cry, Oh, my father, what about me? Bless me too, he begged. But But Isaac said, Your brother was here and he tricked me. He has taken away your blessing. Esau exclaimed, No wonder his name is Jacob, for he has cheated me twice. First he took away my rights as the firstborn, and now he has stolen my blessing. Oh, haven't you saved even one blessing for me? And Isaac said to Esau, I have made Jacob your master, and I have declared that all of his brothers will be his servants. I have guaranteed him an abundance of grain and wine. What is left for me to give you, my son? And Esau pleaded, But do you only have one blessing? Oh, my father, bless me too. Then Esau broke down and wept. Finally, his father Isaac said to him, You will live away from the richness of the earth and away from the dew of the heaven above. You will live by your sword and you will serve your brother. But when you decide to break free, you will shake his yoke from your neck. From that time on, Esau hated Jacob because their father had given Jacob the blessing. 
And Esau began to scheme. I will soon be mourning my father's death, then I will kill my brother Jacob. But Rebekah heard about Esau's plan, so she sent for Jacob and told him, Listen, Esau is consoling himself by plotting to kill you. So listen carefully, my son. Get ready and flee to my brother Laban and Haran. Stay there with him until your brother cools off. When he calms down and forgets what you have done to him, I will send for you to come back. Why should I lose both of you in one day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I'm sick and tired of these local Hittite women. I would rather die than to see Jacob marry one of them. So Isaac called for Jacob, blessed him, and said, You must not marry any of these Canaanite women. Instead, go at once to Paddan Aram to the house of your grandfather Bethuel, and marry one of your uncle Laban's daughters. May God bless you. God Almighty bless you and give you many children. And may your descendants multiply and become many nations. May God pass on to you and your descendants the blessing he promised to Abraham. May you own this land where you are now living as a foreigner, where God gave this land to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Paddan Aram to stay with his uncle Laban, his mother's brother, the son of Bethuel the Aramean. Esau knew that his father Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him to Paddan Aram to find a wife and that he had warned Jacob, you must not marry the Canaanite women. He also knew that Jacob had obeyed his parents and had gone to Paddan Aram. It was now very clear to Esau that his father did not like the local Canaanite women, so Esau visited his uncle Ishmael's family and wanted married one of Ishmael's daughters in addition to the wives that he had already had. His new wife's name was Maalath. She was the sister of Naaboth, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son. Meanwhile, Jacob left Beersheba and traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stopped there for the night. Jacob found a stone to rest his head against, and he lay down to sleep. As he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the earth to the heavens. And he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord. And he said, I am the Lord the God of your grandfather Abraham and the God of your father Isaac. The ground that you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. And all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. What's more, I 
am with you and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished everything you have, that I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep. Surely the Lord is in this, is in this place, and I wasn't even aware of it. But he was also afraid and said, What an awesome place this is. It is none other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. The next morning, Jacob got up very early. He took the stone that he had rested his head against, and he set it upright as a memorial pillar. Then he poured olive oil over it. He named the place Bethel which means the house of God, although it had previously been called Luz. Then Jacob made this vow. If God will indeed be with me and protect me on this journey, and if he will provide me with food and clothing, and if I return safely to my father's home, then the Lord will certainly be my God. And this memorial pillar that I have set up will become a place of for worshiping God. And I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives me. Then Jacob hurried on, finally arriving to the land of the east. He saw a well in the distance. Three flocks of sheep and goats lay in the open field beside it, waiting to be watered. But a heavy stone covered the mouth of the well, it was the custom there to wait on for all the flocks to arrive before removing the stone and watering the animals. Afterward, the stone would be placed back over the mouth of the well. Jacob went over to the shepherds and asked, Where are you from, my friends? We are from Haran, they answered. Do you know a man there named Laban, the grandson of Nahor? he asked. Yes, we do, they replied. Is he doing well? Yes, he's well, they answered. Look, here comes his daughter Rachel with the flock now. Jacob said, Look, it's still broad daylight, too early to round up the, the animals. Why don't you water the sheep and the goats so that they can go out back out to pasture? We can't water the animals until the flocks have arrived. Then the shepherds move the stone from the mouth of the well, and we water all the sheep and the goats. Jacob was still talking with them when Rachel arrived with her father's flock, for she was a shepherd. And because Rachel was his cousin, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and because of the sheep and the goats belonged to his uncle Laban, Jacob went over to the well and moved the stone from its mouth and watered his uncle's flock. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and wept aloud. He ex explained to Rachel that he was her cousin on her father's side, the son of her Aunt Rachel, R Aunt Rebecca. So Rachel quickly ran and told her, Father Laban. 
As soon as Laban heard that his nephew Jacob had arrived, he ran out to meet him. He embraced and kissed him and brought him home. When Jacob had been told his story, Laban explained, You really are my flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with Laban for about a month, Laban said to him, You shouldn't work for me without pay just because we are relatives. Tell me how much your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The older daughter was named Leah, and the younger was Rachel. There was no sparkle in Leah's eyes, but Rachel had a beautiful figure and a lovely face. Since Jacob was in love with Rachel, he told her father, I'll work for you for seven years if you give me Rachel, your younger daughter, as my wife. Agreed, Laban replied. I'd rather give her to you than anyone else. Stay and work with me. So Jacob worked seven years to pay for Rachel. But his love for her was so strong that it seemed like only a few days. Finally, the time came for him to marry her. I have fulfilled my agreement, Jacob said to Laban. Now give me my wife so I can sleep with her. So Laban invited everyone in the neighborhood and prepared a wedding feast. But that night when it was dark, Laban took Leah to Jacob and he slept with her. Laban had given Leah a servant, Zilpha, to be her maid. But when Jacob woke up in the morning, it was Leah. What have you done to me? Jacob raged at Laban. I worked seven years For Rachel, why have you tricked me? It's not our custom here to marry off a younger daughter ahead of the firstborn, Laban replied. But wait until the bridal week is over, then we'll give you Rachel too. Provided you promise to work another seven years for me. So Jacob agreed to work seven more years. A week after Jacob had married Leah, Laban gave Rachel to him as well. Laban gave Rachel a servant, Bilhah, to be her maid. So Jacob slept with Rachel too, and he loved her much more than Leah. He then stayed and worked for Laban the additional seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he enabled her to have children but Rachel could not conceive so Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son and she named him Reuben for she said the Lord has noticed my misery and now my husband will love me she soon became pregnant again and gave birth to another son she named him Simeon for she said the Lord heard that I was unloved and has given me another son. Then she became pregnant a third time and gave birth to another son. He was named Levi. For she said, Surely this time my husband will feel affection for me since I have given him three sons. 
Once again, Leah became pregnant and gave birth to another son, and she named him Judah. For she said, Now I will praise the Lord. And then she stopped having children. Here we see as Jacob return, goes to, to his family, to his distant relatives, that God appears to him and he promises Jacob that God would be with him. That no matter where he went, God would be faithfully there. At this time, people believe that local deities stayed in a, in a located area. It'd be very easy to think that God would only remain in the area of Isaac, his father. But here God is saying that he would be with Jacob no matter where Jacob was at. And the same promise is for us as well. That God will be with us no matter where we go. When we serve and follow him, God is faithfully with us. So we can give praise and glory to him for that today. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.